Hello and welcome to the Final Whistle podcast. My name is Harry McBain and joining myself and my co-host Bobby today is an actor who played Anthony Moon in EastEnders. He's a Manchester United fan. Uh, he's 2013 Dancing on Ice runner-up Matt Lipinskas. Uh, thanks for joining us, Matt. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well, Harry. How are you? Uh, I'm brilliant, thank you. And now, uh, start off with an easy question. You're a Man United fan. Uh, what made you become a fan? So fan was uh, basically when I was a young kid growing up, I was I was through that era of David Beckham, uh, Scholesy, but I was I was born into that sort of era. So my dad being Canadian and not a not a massive football fan, massive NFL fan, but not a massive football fan. I was kind of able to choose my own team. I wasn't forced forced upon a team. So um, obviously it was um, they, they seem to be the most popular team around. And since then, I've just followed them ever since and absolutely love them. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, being such a, a big United fan, could you um could you give us what was maybe like your favourite moment as a United fan, like your biggest memory since you've been supporting them? Oh, the biggest moment is obviously the treble, hundred yeah. percent winning that. In the, I mean, I was only young at the time as well, but that was um that was that was special. But I think my mm. I think one of my my best uh, memories was I was at the United game when Ronaldo scored that free kick against Portsmouth over oh, David yeah. James. Uh, Fair just, play. I mean, that would be mental. Yeah, to see, to I mean, to see Ronaldo play as well live is it's it's ridiculous. He's so good. He's got yeah. even better since. So yeah, there's I mean, there's I mean, there's so many moments with United and and yeah, it's just I, I love them to pieces. Yeah, and as of time of recording, uh, Man United are second in the league, ten points behind uh, rival City. Do you think that you can catch up with them, or do you think you're just you know fighting for second place with uh, obviously Leicester are doing quite well? Leicester are doing amazing this season. I think Brendan Rodgers has got them playing really, really well. They've got some great, you know, great players. I mean, Vardy is, I think, yeah. one of the, got to be up there with one of the best buyers ever in the Premier mm-hmm. League. What was he like? He was yeah. like a million pound from, was it Fleetwood or somebody? It was from? Yeah. yeah, something like, like that. I mean, what a buy that is. But um, for United, I, it, I thought so. I'll tell you what, I was, in, I was in the Netherlands a little while ago and I was watching us play Burnley and we beat Burnley, I think, 1-0 away, Pogba scored. And I thought, you know what, if we can stay within sort of three, four points of City over the next few weeks, we'll, we'll have a chance. But then mm-hmm. we played Sheffield United and then we, and then we played Brest Brom. And now I'm <laughs> like, um, no, I think, I think we, I don't think we're title challenges this season. I think we'd, I think we'd guarantee, I think, well, I don't want to say mm-hmm. guarantee, but I think if we keep up the sort of momentum um we've had a bit of a dip but obviously last night was a great game as well and um i think we carry on that momentum we'll definitely finish top four um and see if we can push on we need to sort out defense like that's just we need to sort it out yeah i agree i mean it it was always going to come down to like the players you have up top and in the field the ability Mm -hmm. is all there with you know like pogba rashford bruno everything it's always going to work going forward but defensively you know as good as Maguire can be on this day is always like a risk, isn't he? So yeah, it's, it's always it's, that controversy. It's hard because he's, he's very passionate. Maguire. You can see that about him. He really, mm-hmm. he, he wants to win and he's, he's got a massive price tag and with everything that happened with him in, what was it? Greece and everything yeah. coming back from mm-hmm. that. I think he's done really well for himself. So I, I like Maguire a lot. Um, I do blame him for the Everton goal. I don't know why he decided to drop back five yards and everybody else pushed up, but it's 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 more with Maguire. It's more decision making. He's definitely got the ability, like you said. It's his yeah. decision making and what he's what he's got to do. And and yeah, we definitely have the ability going forward with Bruno, with Pogba, with Greenwood, who's a sensation, and Rashford. Uh, and like like Ferguson said, like you know, um, defense wins you titles. 
at the end of the day, mm-hmm. your, def- your defense can win your titles. Your, t- your attacks amazing; they they win your games. The defenders win your titles. And I, I'm not 100 on Bally, and I'm not 100 on Lindelof. Um, I think Luke Shaw's had an amazing season. Uh, Wan Pasaka, I mean, is great defender, great um, tackler. He's getting better going forward. He's um, he looks like more of a, a complete sort of right back. But we definitely, I think, we just need to sign a centre back. Who would you like think um, realistically looking at obviously with uh, the, the United States in the game at the moment, obviously they fallen a little bit from what they were under Fergie, but with the, what you can pull in, who would you look out in the market today and think, you know, I think they would do really well with Maguire at the back. It's, it's a hard one really. Cause it's, it's like, do you buy, do you buy, someone a like big money uh, player yeah or, do you like risk it, or, it, yeah or risk it or buy someone that's sort of young and hungry and wants to play mm-hmm. but i do think we need i mean mcguire's still very young um even though you know he's, he's england um international he's united's captain i still do think he's he's experienced at that level obviously coming from like hull and then leicester i think that the level and the pressure at united is totally different to any other club you go to as soon as you play for man united that level of responsibility on your shoulders is massive and that's what I come back to his decision making isn't you know he he's kind of get he gets found out a little bit um for me it's it's I mean there was talk about Sergio Ramos coming yeah. from Madrid um I, I'm up for that but then does that that doesn't really solve the long yeah long yeah term, do you know what I mean it's, it's a quick fix and that's that's what I, I've hated about United for the past like um when obviously Mourinho was there in Van Gaal we bought a lot of quick like quick fixes you know like Zlatan Quick fix, um, uh, Cavani. Quick, he's, he's a quick fix, but he's he's great. You know, he's amazing. But we've only got him for a season. Um, there's lo- there's lots of talk about different defenders, but I'm just it's it's one of those. It's it's so much like we're linked with so many different players in the papers like every day, um, and and strikers as well, and like Sancho and and um, the young player from uh, Dortmund, uh, Holland. Holland, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we've got so many quality strikers and. We just need to concentrate on that defence. But I, to be honest with you, to answer your question, um, I don't really know. To be honest with you, I do not really know who is out there who will come into United and change us. Like, because obviously you need an internet. Like Fernandez has been like Cantona was instant impact straight away, and that's what we need. We need this defender that's going to come in, just literally pull pull Maguire about and tell him you know where he's got to be, what he's got to do, and just boss it really, really boss it. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people were interested in getting a Pamukano, I think, from Leipzig, but he, I think he's now agreed to go to Bayern. So I think that one's yeah, gone out the window. I, we, yeah. Because we, we um, I, I watched him play and I, I mean, he's a good player, but I just don't know if it's, I just, the premiership is just such a different level to like yeah, yeah, other leagues. And so when you, when you get dropped in and there'll be so much pressure on whoever it is comes into that spot, I don't know if it needs to be a Ramos, you know, to come in and is, is like, literally, I've done it at this level, I can do it. And maybe that will help us, you know, win the league and then we can press them from them. Maybe like, you know, um, like, uh, like Alex at the back as well. Uh, what's his, I can't pronounce his last name. Um, he, oh, yeah, I know you, you mean. Know, yeah. you know, if we get a Ramos in, we might be able to, you know, even even Lindelof, even Bally, even you know Phil Jones. I mean, Solskjaer said the other day that he's going to he's going to come back and play a part, which is going to going to be funny. I'm looking forward to his uh, facial expressions. Yeah, um, the memes come back. Yeah, the memes will come back. But maybe if if we've got Ramos there for like a season or a couple of seasons, people can learn. 
because I think I think the youngsters up front are learning so much of Cavani. It's mm. um, it's it's amazing to watch. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. So I spoke mm. to uh, my friend Robbie's a United fan, and he doesn't like Cavani at all. And personally, I actually think he's been quite good signing, like especially in terms of he sort of brings out the same thing that David Luiz does. Where yeah, he's not going to perform every game. But especially with like the younger players coming through, having someone that experienced in the team, it really does sort of, you know, it helps the younger players to, you know, grow yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think that's the same with uh, Chelsea. I think obviously Thiago Silva has not had as much of an impact as people might have thought, but I think for experience with Kurt Zuma now like securing his spot in the first team, yeah. I think learning off Thiago mm-hmm. Silva is going to be good for him. I think with any, yeah, if you want to, if you want to go forward as a Premier League club, you need you need experience. You have to have experience on your side. You can't. I mean, it was said you can't win nothing with youngsters, but then Ferguson obviously proved that wrong. But it's um, you do need experience, and I, I with Cavani. I mean, I've, I've got quite a few United fans, and I think everyone's quite happy with him. So, I mean, your friend Robbie, I I, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm not going to lie. I mean, did, did he watch the Southampton game where he scored, came off the bench? And <laughs> no, I don't know. Goals? Like, gonna have to tell was, him that. Yeah, he's um he he's been um he's been our, uh, our our talisman up front. He he was the sub to start off with, and now he's he's forced his way into his team. His do you know what it is? Is his work rate and his work rate and his um he he runs the most. Like when you look at the figures after, he's he's the one that's run the most on the pitch. He he tracks back, which mm-hmm. someone like you know if Martial's playing up top and he loses the ball, it's oh, oh he gets all huffy and won't track back. Cavani will run the whole length of the field if he loses the ball to get the ball back. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what that's what you want to see. That's what I that, that, like. That's the way I play football as well. If, if I lose a ball, I'm I'm tracking. I don't care how far I've got to run. I will keep working until I got that ball back. But you know, and I think that's it's 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 rubbing off on Rashford because like Rashford. I mean, Solskjaer got caught saying, didn't he, on the on the microphone? He's like, oh, that Rashford, he can't defend, but he he, he can't. But he's learning off Cavani and he's learning, he's seeing how, how much work rate you have to put in to be a decent striker. So, um, so yeah, I think he's fundamental. Just talk about the manager maybe a little bit. What do you think of uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Obviously he's a little bit controversial at times, maybe not doing as well as he should have done. Do you think he is an underrated manager or are you pleased with him, how he's been so far? It's uh... a... <laughs> It's like having a girlfriend. It's like a love-hate relationship with Ollie. Um, it's a, it's it's a weird one. I've 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 said like openly to my friends like Ollie out. I want Ollie out like ages ago. But you know what? What the thing is with Ollie is what he's done is he he has a dip like like, like we've had recently. We've like you know drawn drawn with West Brom. Uh, we lost to Sheffield United. Drew with Everton, and then we go and and smash Real Sociedad four 0 mm. You know, and then we're and then you know hoping we'll we'll beat Newcastle. And then we'll probably go on and beat Chelsea, but then we'll lose to someone else. He always has like a little run where if mm-hmm. pressure gets a little bit heavy, he then produces a win. Like it's it's a it's a strange one. Um, it's it's hard to look at last season as well because obviously we got into what was it like four semi-finals but lost all of them. That's hard, um, and that's where we need we need stronger and more experienced players in those sort of games. Um, sometimes his team selection isn't great. Um, I don't. Um, I don't agree with some of some of the players that he, he plays. Um, I think we have our strongest eleven, but I don't think he actually knows it himself. Mm. Squad rotation is massive at the moment, um, but I, I do like Polly. I, I I've grown to like him. Um, I think he's cool. He's calm. He's collective. Um, but I still don't think he's the right man to take United to the next stage. 
Yeah, I, I agree when you said there, like, uh, I, I've said it before to people, like, mm-hmm. whenever Ollie seems like, oh, there's rumours, oh, Ollie needs to get this result, otherwise he'll uh, lose his job, and then he just does that, and he'll get the results. He'll do that for a while, and then one bad result, and then you have a string of bad games, and it just kind of repeats itself. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a strange one, because obviously he was, at the start of the season, it was like, you know, Ollie might be getting a sack. Ten games later, we're second in the Premier League, two points, uh, we're second in the Premier League, two points behind City, into like every, you know, cup and everything. So the only one we've obviously out of is the League Cup, again, sort mm-hmm. of semi-final. Um, but we're doing well on all competition fronts. Premier League was going well until obviously Sheffield United, which we just, which I was really annoyed at us really, because we kind of it got that impression that we turned up and thought Sheffield United, bottom of the table, knock the ball around and, we're, and we'll score a few goals and win. And Sheffield United turned up and didn't let us do that. And we didn't really know what mm. to do. And it, yeah. was that, it was, it's those things when Ollie as a manager, I feel maybe someone with a bit more experience would see that we were kind of a bit lackadaisy and put a rocket up our ass and be like, you've got to, you know, it's time to play. Like, what's going on? Do you know what I mean? And change it up. And I dare say Mourinho, but, you know, he's Mourinho's not afraid to, after after 15 minutes, if someone's like running around or not doing it, it'll, it'll sling you off. They'll put someone else on. He's not afraid to do that. So it's, it's, um, it's those moments that I think he needs to be stronger in. Yeah, I, w- I was actually the next the next point about Jose. Um, some fans liked him, some fans didn't like him. What was your view on him at the, as his time at United? I I've always liked Jose. I think he's great for the Premier League. I think he's a great character. I think you got a real insight to him. Um, have you boys watched the the Tottenham Hotspur or, yeah. Um, documentary? Yeah, amazing. I watched a bit of it. Yeah, it's it's amazing insight to him. Um, I, I I thoroughly like him as a man as well. Um, and I loved him at United. I thought he was great for United. I, I hate. I, I was glad when he got appointed. I was sad when he was sacked. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like he, not that he lost the dressing room, but he lost some big influences there. So obviously, like Pogba, um, you could see that he wasn't. You know, he just he he got the best out of some players. Like Scott McTominay under um, Mourinho was an absolute beast. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but Pogba didn't really want to play. And it's really sad when players don't really want to play. And I think he's such a big, you know, personality in that dressing room that other players start feeding off that. And eventually, yeah, it just wasn't work. Like Luke Shaw, completely like chalk and cheese. Mourinho didn't play well, you know, publicly like humiliated him and everything. Under yeah. Solskjaer, totally different player. So there are things that I think Mourinho could have done better. But again, I thought he was good. I thought he made decent signings. He kind of wasn't given, you know, he he wanted to sign he wanted to sign Maguire, but they didn't give him the money. And then as soon as Solskjaer was appointed, boom, get Maguire. Mm, Stuff like yeah. that. I'm just like, you know, I think Tottenham have a really good manager. I think they should stick with him, and I think he will win them trophies. I wouldn't be surprised if if they do City in the final of the League Cup. Um, you think so? I honestly, Mourinho is different level when it comes to finals. We'll see. I hope they don't win. I really hope they don't win because <laughs> it's just, just so good to throw that over Tottenham fan in argument like no matter where they with how far they're above us in the table they're not winning trophies then I'm automatically yeah. going to bring it up like that's what's going to happen so like I always I always bring it upon Bobby to mention a few years ago back in the FA Cup when Forrest beat Arsenal 4-2 just to shut down <laughs> just to shut down anything I'll just bring that up yeah yeah it's always a good one yeah but anyway also you mentioned it a little bit before about Pogba him not playing that well under Mourinho mm. and obviously one of his main critics was Graham Souness. He loved, you know, stick a little word and say how bad Pogba was doing. Yeah. Obviously, being your record signing, what do you personally make of Pogba and 
you know, would you be sad if he left? And how happy have you been with his performances so far? Um, if you would have asked me this question probably about two months ago, I would have said, get him out. I'm bored of him. Mm-hmm. I'm bored of his laziness. I'm bored of his moaning. I hate, I hate it when you see him players and they're, and they're, you know, throwing their arms up in the air. They're getting fed up with this and fed up with that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I see Bruno do it a little bit, but then he is determined to go and then score a goal. Like yeah, he backs we were, it out with his stats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, when we were playing West Brom, he was so frustrated because people weren't making runs. It was it was lackadaisy. And then he's he's throwing his arms up. He literally he didn't get the ball, threw his arms up in the air. But then his next thought is, "I'm getting in the box." And next thing you know, he's pinging one in off his shin into the top corner. Yeah, and he's and he's so happy when he scores. But Pogba, if it if it doesn't go his way, he throws all his toys out the pram. Um, and he sort of like walks around and doesn't really do much. But recently, he's been an absolute talisman for us. His his goal against Fulham, um, you know, his goal against Burnley, he's he's been mm-hmm. our real leading man. I think Solskjaer's got the best out of him. Doesn't help that he's got an absolute idiot of an agent. But apart yeah. from that, it's um, yeah. you know, I mean, he's I don't even like mentioning his name because I think he's so bad for football. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I right now I'd, I'd be very sad to see Pogba go. I think he's I think he's a great player to have around. Um, I think he is a he is an experience. I think he is a a, a a true winner. So that's what you need at your clubs. You want winners. Yeah, I think yeah, it's definitely definitely is the a lot of the pundits say that when you look at what he can do, especially when they in the World Cup with France, and it's clearly I think when it's obviously as you said their mentality when he's in the mood to do something and he's happy he'll do it. But yeah. when when things aren't going his way and when he isn't in the best of moods with someone then he just can't be bothered. And I think, as you said there, his agent uh, earlier in the season basically saying that they want to leave United was just stupid, really. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it is. It, oh, it's just, it's, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and another um, midfielder that was brought in the summer, Donny van der Beek, um, hasn't featured as much as some people thought he might have done. Do you think he should be in the team more often? Or do you think, obviously, with Bruno doing well, that he needs to create a more of an impact when he is featuring in the first team? Donny van der Beek, our greatest bench warmer ever. Um, it's, uh, he, it's, I, I feel sad for him. Um, I think Gary Neville said it the other day, you know, when, when the camera goes to him and he's sitting on the bench, you do just want to go give him a cuddle and be like, it's going to be okay, Donny. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be all right, but I don't think I don't think Solskjaer was um, was prepared to. Um, or uh, let me read this. Uh, Solskjaer wasn't um, ready to understand how much of an impact Fernandez was going to have, and leaving him out of any game, we don't look like the same side. So he's got to play Fernandez. Like you know, he could have rested him last night, but then like three of the goals came from Fernandez. So. Um, he can't afford to leave him out the side. And he's obviously got that pairing that he loves, which is Fred and Scott McTominay. So, mm-hmm. uh, which he plays in quite a few games and big games and everything. So Donny just does not fit in. He will eventually fit in. And I think he will be a good player for United. But the, the times he's actually got the chance, he's gone, he's gone missing. I don't know where he's been. I think he's like dug himself a hole and jumped in it. Because I didn't, like yeah. when he last played, I didn't see him hardly ever touch the ball. Um you know he didn't play well um i think he's he, i think he's struggling to adapt i think obviously you know when you come to united and there was a lot of hype about him but obviously with other players performing he hasn't had that chance but when he oh, like you say when he has had the chance he hasn't been able to um do it yeah and it's 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 sad but i do think he will be a good player obviously with him like performing 
he's putting so much on himself that he's not going to perform as well because obviously he's so worried about not getting paid for the next game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's it's a massive thing. There's, there's been, like I said, there's always pressure when you come to United on United's shoulders. And um, every time he's going onto the pitch, I think he's trying, he's trying too hard to impress or he's not even trying at all or it's just becoming too much for him because I just don't see... I don't see enough from him to justify Solskjaer to say, yeah, you've played well today. I'm definitely going to consider you for the next game. It's just, it doesn't happen. Mm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I was just going to put on about him is I think one of the problems with bringing him the way that he was brought in, I think it may have been obviously with United get linked over the summer with every name on the planet um, just because it's a name. And I think maybe the way he was brought in because he was hyped up so much with Ajax that maybe it was the transfer idea that you bring him in because he's the his name and you know, he's got a good future because he's young and he's doing really well. Um, maybe with, obviously, as you said, with the arrival of Bruno doing so well and Oli can't leave him out, that maybe he's, he is just going to have to wait because maybe until Bruno stops being really good because he he really does need to improve, I think, from his current standard to. Oh, absolutely, break definitely. Got, he's, he's definitely got to step it up. But then, what I, what I say to all the because obviously, like you say, United are linked with everybody in the transfer market every time. Um, mm-hmm. I just I, it'd be interesting to know how much say Solskjaer does actually have in these transfers because I am not convinced that Solskjaer actually wanted him. Um, I, I do you know what I mean? I think he was brought in by. Um, you know, Ajax, very good, talented. I think he probably was scouted. Um, I think maybe it was a sort of, uh, you know, a backup buy for Fernandez, or maybe, you know, they weren't sure that they were going to get Fernandez. So there was an agreement there already. You don't know these type of things, but I think he, you know, I think yeah. unfortunately he's come at the wrong time. And it, there are players that are better than him in his position. Because, I mean, you look at it, you look at Fernandez will play in that number, um, sort of, a, you know, like the, uh, CAM and um, you'll have um, Fred and McTominay behind and if McTominay doesn't play it's Pogba or if Fred doesn't play it's going to be McTominay um, mm-hmm. so it's just and and I don't think Donny is a, he's, he's not a sitting midfielder you know he wants to play that Bruno role he wants to be involved but if if um, if Bruno's out then he moves Pogba forward and brings in Scott and Fred you know there's just, just no place for him it's just really yeah. hard mm, definitely yeah, I'll see. With that, Harry, you mentioned about United being linked with everyone under the sun in every transfer window. I'll see. There's a two main ones. Sancho was quite a big one last summer, and maybe Haaland now, as he's becoming a bit more of a, a hot prospect, one of the biggest prospects in the league. I was going to say, as a United fan, who would you rather have? If you could pick out Sancho or Haaland, who would you pick? Well, Sancho hasn't really performed that well this season. I'm not going to lie. No, he hasn't. He's got about three goals and like a couple of yeah. assists or something like that in his time. Um, I think uh, I think we just need to concentrate on getting a defender first. I don't think this... I yeah. mean, we'll be linked to everybody. So it'd be interesting to see who we actually buy and who actually goes. I mean, you look at Jesse. Mm-hmm. Jesse's gone to West Ham and he's playing phenomenally. Um, <laughs> but... It will be interesting. It's going to be an interesting um, summer, I think, for a lot of clubs. Uh, I think for Liverpool particularly as well. I think um, City are looking to strengthen. Um, it'd be interesting to see who Mourinho can bring in. Um, I think it's going to be a really interesting one because obviously with everything that's happened, I don't think there's been able a lot of transfers been able to sort of go through. 
with all COVID and everything like that. But I think once summer comes and maybe it's a bit more settled, it's going to be a really interesting transfer window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And United in the Europa League and beat uh, Sociedad 4-0. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you can win that competition? Because there are a lot of good teams in there, as we mentioned, Ajax already. Um, Arsenal are in it, so um, you never know. They don't, they um, don't really come under the good teams. No, no, so I've got them in brackets. All right. <laughs> yeah. So do you think you can win the competition? Obviously, you won it under Jose. I think we'll get to the semi-finals. <laughs> I think we'll lose. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd probably, lo- probably lose to like Leicester or something. Or uh, I mean, because you know, there's there's very good sides in there. It'd be interesting. I'd like to play Rangers. Um, I'd like to see United versus Rangers. Um, okay. It'd be, be a class game, or even Liverpool versus Rangers. I just think it'd be nice to see Gerard. Versus Liverpool, what a game that was! On Liverpool, on even in it, what I'm talking about. Um, sorry, um, yeah, United, United Rangers would be a good game. I think we can do it. I think the tie, you know, touch wood. I think the tie is over. I think we can um, play Donny. <laughs> um, I think we can play uh, a few other players. I think Phil Jones might come back in. I mean, I love Henderson over De Gea, hundred um, percent. Yeah, but I, I do think we can win it as long as the tie. Um, the tie falls our way, you know, if you get the drift. Mm, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, and obviously, uh, maybe another one. There's a little bit more controversial. It's a little bit off topic. But uh, with VAR, yeah. are you a fan of VAR or do you not like it in football? So, I, it's been a quite a hot topic because I during this COVID period and everything like this, like with my acting work, it's, it's like really slow, guys. I'm not even going to lie. I'd like... Two films mm-hmm. cancelled last year. My panto went this yeah. year, so it's been really like rubbish. But I've um, I jumped back on with a couple of lads doing some building work, and um, we did like a garden, a big garden office shed room for um, mm-hmm. for somebody that works in VAR. And um, so really, we, yeah, we finished his like garden shed, and we put all his screens up for him and um, chatted to him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm uh, I'm one of the sort of people that sit behind and and do VAR," and I'm like, oh, "Okay." So he was watching all the games, analysing it. And I was like, so I text him now. And I'm like, mate, what the hell is that decision about? <laughs> um, it's, it's really like, you know, one week it can be great VAR. I think it does well. And then mm-hmm. another week, it's just so inconsistent. I think if it was consistently um, good or if it consistently did the right decisions, but there's some decisions where you go, well, how have they not looked at that? Or why are they looking at this? Or is Yeah, it, it is what? weird. And they have some of the offsides, you know, and it's literally like his his drawstring on his um straw on his shorts has it's caused him to be offside. Like it's those those decisions are just ridiculous. Yeah, and I think uh the 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 offside rule, not necessarily just on the VAR, but the offside, the way they do the offsides is so annoying to watch. With the so, you have to call it really late because they yeah. might score or they might not, and just like if you're offside, just blow the whistle like. I personally think from playing football as well, mm-hmm. like a lot, and obviously playing, you know, when the, when you're offside and it stops, it stops, and that's fine. It's I personally think it's even more dangerous the way they're doing things because you think about it. If someone goes through and they're like offside or they're onside or whatever, they're running through and, and someone's losing like you know one nil, and you you think, all right, if I take him out now, I'm going to get a red card, and they get a free kick outside the box. So you absolutely smash him and injure him. And then the lineman goes, oh, by the way, it's offside. Mm-hmm. So he's he's now hasn't got a red card, but that player is now injured. Yeah, it was like the it's, thing with um, Pickford and Van Dyke. Yeah. It's, it's stuff like that that didn't need to happen. 
and there was, I think there was one the other week as well. I think it was a United player, but like, you know, I think we might have been Pogba going in for attack on the keeper or like they were like came and like it was a big collision and then it was like offside. Oh, but that didn't need to happen. And I think Solskjaer made the point. It was like, just, you know, you need to prevent these things from happening. Um, so it just, it, they just need to smarten up a bit, really. You've played in some charity football matches, as we all yep. know, with the likes of Robbie Savage, Lee Johnson. Could you uh, maybe tell us, you know, what was that like? Who was the best player to play with? Obviously, you mentioned Teddy Sheringham before. How was that like experience for you? And was it, you know, was it a fun thing to do? So oh, I've, I've loved playing football. Football was like a um, big part of my life. I, mm-hmm. It brings me joy. I love playing it. I played it since I was a kid. Um, it was an absolute pleasure. I mean, being an actor was um, was sort of. I was playing quite a good standard when I was younger, and I kind of had to make a choice. So I made the choice yeah. to sort of be an actor. Um, not that I was going to go on and be an absolute superstar footballer like Ronaldo, but you never know. Um, <laughs> but to to then get the chance to sort of like raise money for charity and also play in these amazing stadiums, like I played at Leicester, Norwich. I mean, the Norwich game for me. It stands out massively. It's, it's his name. Uh, it's Jamie. It's um. It's this uh, disabled guy, and he's he's phenomenal. The work he does, and the and the Norwich community all come together, and yeah. to walk out with like you know play with like Darren Huckabee and um or, uh, Darren Eady. Um, who else played that game? Oh, low, low, I think Robbie Savage played that game as well. But we walked out to fourteen thousand people. Yeah, that's yeah that is coming out the tunnel to that, and I scored two goals Monday. that day as well, and it was just like, oh, go on, yeah, it was just, it was, you know, when you score and everyone's cheering, and it was just, I think we went, we were like five 0 down at half time because Huckabee Ooh. was a was an absolute baller and scored like four goals, and then we mm-hmm. came back to win it like eight five or something, and um, and yeah, I scored two of the goals, and it was just to score in front of fourteen thousand people, and it's just the eruption, yeah. and I was just like, wow, um, but yeah, I think the best. Uh, uh, I tell you who was who was who made me not laugh, but made me um was just phenomenal. Was Paul Dickoff, such a mm-hmm. nice guy, such a nice guy off the pitch. Get onto that yeah. pitch, he was snapping your legs off. He was a hundred percent. And then um, <laughs> it's a funny one. I played at uh, Notts County, and um, Peter Peter Beardsley, remember Newcastle player, England. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so I was through one on one. I went round the keeper and um, a, a bit of a bad touch put the put the ball a bit forward, and I knew I wasn't going to get there. But the keeper did slide out. He kind of touched me. He might not touch me, but I went down and was like, "Ref, that's a penalty, easy." He wasn't too happy with that and came over and called me an, uh, a naughty word and a diver. <laughs> and we were both playing in midfield. He's, he was a lot. He's, he's a lot older than me. So every time I got the ball, did a little doggy on it, and I could. He was. He was literally at my ankles all the time, the whole game. Mm-hmm. And then I took the ball down and I took the ball down and turned on it, a little bit of a bad touch, left it in front of me. And he's come through, two-footed, absolutely smashed me to pieces, um, like <laughs> nearly, nearly took my leg off. I've got the pictures. I'll, I'll send them to you on Instagram after. I'll send yeah. you the pictures. But yeah, he absolutely smashed me rotten. Oh, man. Um, that's all. But, um, and then once I was on the floor, he went, get up. And I was like, okay, I can tell <laughs> you. I shouldn't dive and um, I should just play play football. But no, I, I love playing football. I've, I I because I played at like a nice level, it's good to play with um, with amazing ex pros, and obviously they appreciate that you played a bit as well. Um, mm-hmm. Because I mean, some you know it's all for charity, um, but you know some some celebrities come down and everything like that, and they you know they really can't play; they're there for a good time. <laughs> um, yeah. But but with the ex pros, they're so determined. They you know they so want to win all the time. 
So mm-hmm. they they like to know that they've got people around that they can ping the ball to. Gary Ainsworth, I mean, what a uh, manager of Wickham. I saw him a, the other day in the town centre here. What a what a player. What a player. If you can look it up on YouTube, he played at Wickham. He scored an overhead kick from like outside the box. Like it was just incredible. He's just yeah, it was I, I mean, I've 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 been very privileged to play at like amazing stadiums to raise I think uh we've raised over a million pounds now for charity. So that's you know, that's amazing. Amazing and man. and it's just I just yeah, all my all my childlike dreams have all come true. So it's all good. <laughs> uh, just to give you a, a quick last question here, how yep. much are you enjoying seeing Liverpool do badly in the league? Um, <laughs> for me, I I know I, I don't like I don't like teams like doing badly, and it's like I, I like they are doing badly, though, aren't they? <laughs> really yeah, bad. it's pretty bad. It's, yeah, the, for me, it's not funny, but it's it's very enjoyable to watch Klopp his face is a picture it tells a thousand words and he's just yeah. he's so frustrated at the moment there it's not happening for him um, and I think they're kind of looking around they've lost their talisman Van Dyke, um, and they're kind of struggling I mean when Henderson's playing centre-back you're kind of going oh this is this is nice <laughs> and um, when they're losing to like Burnley at home Brighton at home I was like oh my you know this is just yeah it's, it's not the same Liverpool but they'll be back Trust me, they will finish strong. Um, they will pick it up, and you wouldn't, see, wouldn't surprise me if they finish like third or third or fourth or second. Yeah, most yeah. likely. I mean, they well, have the class in their team, don't they? So absolutely, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks, Matt, for joining us. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Well, thank you, Harry, and thank you, Bobby. It's been an absolute pleasure.